Hi everybody, this is Sarah Lalji, and you're listening to Step Back and Receive. Hello everybody, I thought I'd get on here and record my podcast episode for this week as I have been releasing them on Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, so I'll be the first to admit that it took a lot of strength in me to sit here and journal my thoughts and then think about even recording an episode. Um, I've just had a few emotional weeks of full happiness and joy and then sadness and anxiety. Um, I've been all over the place and so it took a lot for me to just pour my heart out and speak, um, write, you know, the script for today and even speaking about it now, it's, I'm just going to do it because, um, I feel like I need to get it out. So I don't think this episode's going to be very long, but, um, anyways, Today's topic is about inner child healing. So as I mentioned, um, these last few weeks have been really emotional for me. Um, I felt very happy, um, alive at times. I had great moments with some friends. And then there were times where I was like super sad, super triggered, super anxious, super depressed. Um, I wouldn't stop crying. And the one thing I was able to like recognize this week is that I constantly struggle with being in complete balance with my emotions. Um, I have high highs and then I have low lows and I crash. I don't have like anything in between and that's because I'm an empath and very sensitive to energies. I tend to react very quickly and I have not found a way to stay grounded when something triggers me. Um, the only time I do feel grounded is when I'm feeling at peace and content in my present moment and mostly that's when I'm outside, um, or around people who lift me up. But other than that, like when I have any sort of negative emotion, I find it very challenging to stay centered. Um, and I'm not perfect. I'm flawed and this is, you know, one of my biggest weaknesses or it could be one of my biggest strengths. But yesterday, um, for example, I was like working out and um, you tend to actually feel good after you work out, you know, and instead of feeling good about myself because um, lately I haven't really done any sort of like hit workouts or lifted any kind of weights um I've just been um doing more um like walks and running and kayaking and bike riding and just like being outdoors um I just thought I would feel really good getting into the gym in my basement and just start lifting weights and just you know getting that body back in shape um but (laughs) instead of feeling good about myself um I paused and started crying and I sat there and I cried and I cried and I cried and cried drank my protein shake and cried took a couple selfies while I was crying just to see like all the tears on my face and 
just didn't really know why I was crying, but had sort of an idea. So I reached out to a friend um, who, you know, this friend and I, we've known each other for a very long time. And so we were, we had been talking for the last couple of days and um, I feel very comfortable, you know, talking to this person. So I texted this person and I was just saying, you know, I'm crying. And I sent him a selfie of me crying. And he was like, don't cry. And he got on the phone and he called me, you know. So he reached out to me, me immediately. And then when we were on the phone, I told him that this past week, I had been feeling very triggered from a situation. Um, there was something that was said to me this past week by somebody else that brought back uh, past memories. Um, you can say it was kind of like PTSD from my last relationship. Um, so it's interesting to interesting for me to see like how aware I was um, that I was triggered, and I necessarily like didn't know what to do from there. Like I just sat there crying, talking to my friend, and I was like, "Yeah, this was said to me, and this reminded me of this situation, and I'm triggered." And I don't know why this bothers me so much, but it was very apparent that I was obviously still carrying these emotions from my past. And my friend who is on the phone with me, who, who's known me for about eight or nine years now, said to me, Sarah, I have seen you like this like ever since I have known you. How can you live like this? And what he was trying to get at was like, he has seen me bounce off the walls with my emotions like he knows that i have high highs and low lows and he he was just like damn lady like you're 27 years old like how do you still live like this like how do you not have better control over your emotions and he said you have to heal and not let those like triggers like affect you and i felt this was like a sign from the universe. Like I felt like my friend who was saying all this to me, um, although he's said this to me many times um, in our friendship over the years, like I was finally able to like hear him, you know? I don't know, it was maybe that I was crying and I knew I was triggered and he was there to support me, but I was listening for the first time without acting like he just knew everything, you know, like, oh, you have the answers to everything. You don't know anything about my life, but he was right. You know, he's known me for a long period of time now, um, over, like I said, eight and eight or nine years. Like we've obviously parted ways. We've come back together as friends. Like we've had deep and meaningful conversations. We share a lot of things in common. Like he knows that I have high highs and low lows. And I am able to recognize that about myself, you know? And so I was listening to him and I was finally able to hear him. And I said, well, maybe it's time to heal my inner child, you know? And the greatest thing that my friend did at this moment was offer to help me through this process, you know? Um, see, the thing is that healing is a lifelong journey, but for some reason, I don't know why, 
But I told I was telling my friend like I felt healed and put together because you know I've mentioned in one of my episodes before the very thing I was healing from was my past relationship and all the pain I was carrying from that um, relationship. And I thought because I was like over this person and I was able to forgive and forget and be more compassionate towards him and like our past relationship, I was healed. But my friend reminded me that healing doesn't stop there. Um, You see, the thing that someone said to me last week, the trigger, the word that really triggered me had come up like many times in my past relationships so i was automatically reminded you know of this word that was projected onto me in my past relationships really has affected me and not made me feel good about myself so when i was hearing it come from another person's mouth towards me i automatically felt very rejected, um, felt annoyed, felt anxious, felt disappointed, sad. Um, I cried a lot. I just felt so bad about myself because of this word that has been used a lot about me in my past relationship. And I was, as I was like explaining this to my friend on the phone, he was like, no, Sarah, like you need to go deeper. You know, it's it's not about remove the person out of the situation. Don't label that person as a bad person just because that person had mentioned that one word to you. Remove the person out of that situation. Remove your past relationships out of it. Look at the word itself, you know, like go deeper. And I think at that moment, like it was like an aha moment for me. And... I was able to recognize that like beyond that word or the trigger, there were emotions there that I felt from a very young age that I I felt were true, you know, true about myself. And so I started journaling the beliefs I had about myself um, that night. You know, it, I call it my first homework assignment from my friend. You know, he said, start just, you know, Put, jotting down a list of beliefs you have about yourself and even if it's painful keep going and there were a couple times where I had to like stop and pause because I was like shit like I didn't know I actually like believed this about myself you know like you don't realize it, like the thoughts you're thinking about yourself until you put it on paper because then it, on once it's on paper it's like wow like I'm so mean to myself or why would I even think this way, you know? Um, so here, here are a couple things I'm going to share with you that I wrote down. Um, the first thing is I'm unlovable. Um, another thing is I'm fucked up. Um, this is like a very big one that comes in my head like all the time. And I, I think this about myself constantly like when I'm talking to people when I'm talking to my friends about my problems like I constantly think I'm fucked up and in my head when I'm thinking this I feel like there's like no solution like I'm already like drowning you know in the water and I can't get out of it but yeah I'm fucked up is a belief I have about myself um another one is I'm going to be alone forever um So I'm already projecting what my future is going to be like and 
because a lot of times I suppress my emotions and I'm so guarded and my walls up, I make myself feel very lonely, you know? And that was another belief. I'm lonely because I don't share what I truly feel. It's hard for me to be vulnerable without feeling like I'm going to either be judged or rejected. Um, and it's only going to bring out a side of me or those emotions that I don't want to feel. Um, another thought I have is life is better off without me. And obviously this is not a good thought to have, but I'll be very honest. Like I have given, you know, suicide a, a thought. Like I've thought about it many times over my life. I've never um, tried to act on it. Maybe when I was like 15, but sometimes I do think these negative thoughts and I've shared it with a couple of my friends um, as soon as you know like these types of thoughts like come up in my head like I'm very good with reaching out and letting my friend know like hey I'm thinking this and I need you to tell me everything's gonna be okay uh, because I know deep down I still want to I want to live my life and I don't I I know people that have committed suicide and it's very sad and um, it's just sad to see myself like even feel these types of feelings sometimes and have these types of thoughts and it's not okay um, but just to anyone who's listening like this is a thought I've had it's not really something I'm gonna act on and I don't want to act on it but you know just because I'm just sharing like my beliefs with you this is one belief I have about myself and um, a couple others are I'm not allowed to be happy and live for myself. Um, I was brought on this planet to please everyone and so on. And I have many more beliefs about myself, but in respect for myself um, and my truth, I feel it's best to just keep some to myself and not share all on this episode. But um, after writing like out my beliefs, I was able to recognize how I was receiving the people I was meeting, the relationships I was having all somehow enhanced my thoughts and those negative feelings about myself. They were all there to project what I truly felt and thought true to be um, thought to be true of myself. So like the best or biggest thing in that moment that I was able to see was that the exact moment that formed these negative thoughts about myself. So I don't know if I'm coming across clearly, but what I mean is like my inner child, after writing these beliefs, I was able to like see what exact moment had caused me to like gather all these like negative beliefs about myself. And so like my inner child I know has been struggling for over 20 years. And I'm able to say that a lot of these beliefs came about um, and a lot of these issues started when I moved to America. Um, you know, I was trying to fit into a new culture and I was being around people who weren't even aware of their own insecurities. Um, but that changed everything for me. I suppressed everything I felt. And as I went through life, you know, I met people who hurt me and who projected those very same insecurities back to me. 
which made me feel like I'm never truly receiving what I desire and what I want to experience and the love I want to have and the freedom I want to experience and the pressure I want to get rid of because I've just been attracting the same story over and over and over and over again and through this process I've these feelings that I feel these negative emotions that I feel have become so comfortable to me like I'm I'm so used to feeling this that I continue to attract the same experiences and people who project it back onto me so the point that I'm trying to make here is a first I'm like so thankful that I was able to recognize that this this is like some deep shit I need to heal and my inner child needs to heal. Like my healing was not done after my relationship was over and I traveled and I just, you know, put it on the back burner and I was able to like over time forgive my ex and have more compassion for that relationship and look at the lessons that that relationship taught me. No, this was like some deep ass shit that I took on myself when I moved to America, when I went through experiences and over time I formed these like negative opinions about myself that then projected in every life experience I've had till this day. And the second thing I'm glad about or is that like I have a friend who's like willing to help me with this process. You know, I don't know if I would be able to do it without myself. Uh, Like, I'm still seeing a therapist, but sometimes, like, I think this whole experience will just be better for me because I'm able to confide in somebody that I've known for um, some time and who I I have, like, some, um, who on some spiritual level was probably, like, sent into my life for a purpose. And the purpose was the healing work that we could work on together. So, um, if I've gotten my point across, and if you're still listening, um, maybe you at this point in your life are also feeling emotionally drained, and maybe you are also at a point where you are able to see your triggers and, you know, recognize that you need help, and it's not like an easy process, but just admitting that this is maybe what you truly need um, will help you manifest what you truly want. So I think receiving is a beautiful thing and that we're all meant to experience receiving in this world. And for me, stepping back and receiving is a sign of just being. And when I cry, I sat in my emotion and now I know that I'm receiving this beautiful gift of healing. So my point is, you've got this, my friends, and I've got your back, my inner child. Thank you all for listening and have a wonderful night. Thanks for tuning in to the Step Back and Receive podcast. If you like what we talked about today, please provide a rating or hit subscribe. For a more personal connection, make sure to reach out or follow me on Instagram at Sarah Lalchi. I'll see y'all next time. Have a wonderful day and remember to keep receiving. Thanks, guys.